Good morning, everybody. It is Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving I am Michael. Here. I'm Eric. And we are the Morning Burrito the Podcast. Morning burrito. It, is, uh, it is awesome. Actually, last week, Eric, I don't know if you know this, but our podcast just exploded with likes. We are we are on the move. I, I did notice that. That's pretty cool. It feels good. I to, did it, though, like 85 times. Like, 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 like. I don't think it works it that way. But, but I still did it. I actually sent a like to or sent a request to like our uh, podcast to somebody who didn't even remember who I was. So oh, that was kind of so funny. you're out there begging for likes. Yeah. Like hey, that. you know, you got to do what you got to do. I didn't even thought about we begging. Got, we got to make it uh, successful. Okay. So, But that person is really excited to watch our show now. So that's that's they, pretty cool. Are, are you here? Are that, you I, I hope so. I don't know who it is, but okay. Hey, by the way, uh, yeah. you have a stand now that's as big as I mine. I see that. I kind of grew up. Uh, you let me kind of get a little closer to nosebleed uh, section there. Yeah, it's like closer to your mouth now. It, so, it is. So, so maybe hello. it'll be easier to hear you. Hello. I sound better. So this is fifth episode. Number five. And uh, this episode's a little different in that uh, we're talking about traditions and specifically. Well, okay. So traditions. Look at you already. We're, the, the show's called The Morning Burrito. And look it. I've got my burrito. Look at this. It's right there. It's green. It's the it's the spinach spice. It's the kind of we had last week. Yeah, I know. And look it. You're not eating one this week. What's up? I'm not. We. You we, feel okay? Yeah, I feel okay. I, I I might have to go get one after this though. This will be two out of five weeks. You now don't eat that, spicy, so you can't. Well, I can have a burrito without it being spicy. I just can't believe you come to a modern burrito show and our people are expecting what, us to what talk word about was our that? burritos. And you did you say modern burrito? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. By the way, uh, more coffee. You can't see him yet, but we, or maybe you won't ever see him. But we do have a, a producer in the room Why for the first time. Why are you bringing him even into this? Isn't that awesome though? It, like uh, we're moving up in the world. Well, let's see how this works. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll let you know after the day. So. Yeah, we'll see how the how the show turns out. Yeah. So uh, anyway, my burrito's gonna be great. Sorry, you're going hungry. Yeah, that's okay. Right. Tradition. So there are lots of traditions about Thanksgiving that I'm sure have existed from the beginning of time. Uh, well, beginning well, of really. Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Uh, different cu- cultures have their own sorts of Thanksgivings. I mean, I think Canada's got their own Thanksgiving. They do. I don't know day. when it is, but it's in October. Oh, well that's weird. It's like a November thing. Canadians. You are weird. Yes. Uh, our students, our student ministry here at oh, by the way, has... I've got a Canadian relative. Her name's Lucy. Happy birthday. Today's it. She's a Canadian. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she's thankful today. There you go. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Our student ministry just started a new tradition for Thanksgiving, which I'm pretty excited about. We did Turkey Bowl on Saturday. So nice. That was a whole lot of fun. I threw some touchdowns and... Uh, our producer was there, so that was uh, it was a good time. Nice and uh, exciting, exciting tradition that we're going to no build in our church. No hospital runs. Yeah, doesn't mean there weren't injuries, but nope. no hospital. But runs. fun, fun was had. And by the way, thank you to the Hermiston School District for allowing to, us to use their facility yeah. for that. It was really cool. Yeah, it's good um, to partner with our with our community. So. Well, let's let's really start dive in this conversation right. with some of our own family traditions surrounding thanksgiving so you're talking just thanksgiving we're just that's all we're doing yeah we'll we'll, okay. we'll just talk about christmas and you know easter okay. and those sorts of things at other time but yeah let's focus on thanksgiving so what are some fritz family traditions at thanksgiving oh man well oh man traditions um we'd always go to grandma's house like as a kid i'd always go to grandma's house um or they'd come to our house so that was always kind of cool um get grandma's cooking and food now that i'm married we go to my in-laws house or try to have them come here but um so there's always turkey always lots of food always a a a nap in there somewhere 
Um, the parade. Um, I mean, I'm not much of a parade guy any other time of year, but I mean, Macy's Day. You got to watch Macy's Day. Nee. Y- you do. You just, nee. it's okay. So we do. Um, we're cool that way. Um, and, um, and then, you know, you've always got to watch the Rose Bowl. That's kind of a, doesn't even matter who's playing. You just watch it. Sure. So, uh, um, except the Rose Bowl is not played on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, it's not. <laughs> what, 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 what game is that? There's. You can tell I care. There, there are Thanksgiving football games with the NFL. What is that? Cowboys, Detroit Lions. They always play on Thanksgiving. No. There's always no, three NFL football games. No. No. Anyway, let's move on. To that. You're thinking um, of New Year's. I think I am thinking of New Year's. So we're talking. We're talking Thanksgiving. <laughs> and there is a parade. I have you to know. eat my burrito. Why don't you take a bite of the burrito and I'll, I'll share some of mine. Okay. And we can get back to All you. Right, good. So, uh, so our surround two words that start with F uh, for my family. It's always food <laughs> and football. That's 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 what Thanksgiving is for us as far as traditions. Everything centers around food and football. So on the food side, uh, when I was growing up. My mom has always made the same uh, contents of the meal. Um, there's always homemade mac and cheese, which is awesome. You know, she gets the Velveeta and the, the saltines or the Ritz and makes like a casserole, uh, melty cheese, just amazing mac and cheese. She has made from scratch potatoes, mashed potatoes. Awesome. Dad makes the turkey. Um you know, stuffing all the green bean casserole. That's a, that's a that's a fave in our house. Um, and crunchy things on top of it. Yeah, the uh, crunchy onions or yeah, whatever they're called, yeah. uh, French onions. Um, there's always like sweet potatoes and that kind of stuff, but I never dig into that. I always eat the starchy bad stuff for you. And then, of course, I mean, there's no Thanksgiving is not Thanksgiving without eating an entire pumpkin pie in one day with a lot of whipped cream. Lots of cream. So, so you get the spooned rib cream or the out of the can? It doesn't matter. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, it, I'll take either. Are, are you the guy that's in the mouth out of the can? Oh guy? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we usually have several cans if we're going to do Is the. Can everybody thing. in your family that way? Uh, for the most part. I mean, everybody's pretty much a. Uh, my mom and dad are like the Costco people, so they'll get the big old Costco one. Yeah. Usually two of them, and but I mean the whipped cream out of the can. Do they all suck it down? Uh, no. Well, my brother does sometimes, I think, but uh, he probably has matured out of that. I haven't. I'm, that's why I'm in student ministry. Yeah. Well, it's like my whole family does it except my wife. She will not suck on a whipped cream can. She I don't do suck it. on it, but I'll, I'll no, you gotta, let it, it go. just the power more you suck on it. It's really great. <laughs> and then when it comes to football, I mean, once we eat our dinner, it's sitting down and watching football the rest of the day. And, uh, we always wanted to have this like tradition of playing like a turkey bowl with friends and stuff. I always wanted to have that tradition on Thanksgiving, but it's always been so hard to get, you know, especially in ministry, it's always been hard to be somewhere long enough to establish a tradition right. quite like that. Right. So, um, but uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's as far as our family traditions, what we do. I mean, it's faith, it's food and football. And food and football. So, so like, like we go on and we do um, with guns. We like guns. Um, we'll go shoot. Guns. I like guns. I just that's like a it's like a target day. Many. So if we go out in the desert or wherever, um, so that's sounds, that's kind of cool. sounds great. Yeah, but we got one really big family tradition, and it comes out just before Thanksgiving. Is so this what I'm thinking? It's a little early this year because it's been in our house already. I think probably like two weeks, and and in, and we have our own little. Anyway, I, it's my special guest. Oh boy, here we go. This 
This came by way, I, I believe, as a pastor appreciation gift, like many, many, many years ago, and it's still on the original battery. It's awesome. It kind of reminds this me is of our the turkey. old uh, bass that sings. It, it kind of, kind of, but this is way better than the bass. This is the turkey. Turkey. And look, check, check this out. You got you to gotta just listen. Okay, listen to this. Yeah, this is happening. It's not done. I'm really sorry. This is happening right now. Yes, that happens in my living room about 30 times a day between now and Christmas. Your youngest is the one that hits that all the time, isn't he? He, Right now he hits it the most, yeah, I'll admit. But I take my turn. The old G-man. And my my other kids, they take well. The boys take their turn. The girls, eh, not not so much. One of the uh, the traditions that I had uh, for my more like teenage formative years that I, I really do miss. It was a really cool tradition. It was a church church tradition. Um, the church I grew up in the faith in. We uh, we had a thing we called Thanksgiving breakfast. It happened Ooh. every year, and uh, a couple families came together every year, and they would make breakfast. And it was a youth-centric event, and uh, they had this big old like turnstile where they'd make the pancakes and stuff, the, pan- the circle grill or whatever. And uh, we would, as a uh, student ministry, we had a really pretty good drama team of students. And so we would come up with skits and stuff, and we would put these skits together and perform the skits for people who bought tickets. And it was a fundraiser for our student ministry, but it was just a tradition in Thanksgiving. So one of the skits that we did every single year, which was always fun, it was always different. We always had different focus depending on what's happened in the previous year. But we would do a a staff skit where we would all be different staff members and... uh, and be able to mock our staff a little bit. Yeah, that could be interesting. Fun. That could be interesting. Um, so it was really fun. Should we do that right now? Uh, who's going to play you? Well, you. And you're going to play me? That'd be fun. That'd be really difficult. Well, let's not do it now. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe Christmas we could do that. I mean, I'm already on New Year's. You'll so. have to get your glasses out in yeah, order to do that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that was a that was a a tradition that was always really fun. If anyone from Chicago First is cool. watching this, that was always a really cool thing at Thanksgiving. I always look forward to the turkey. Um, they always get the turkey out, and, and they start it like the night before, you know, mm-hmm. the whole thawing and prepping. And um, it was just really cool to watch that always happen in our home because, you know, something is happening. The anticipation is just building. Um, and then I get up in the morning, and, yeah, you're having breakfast, but I'm already smelling turkey because they put it in. Like uh, a couple years ago, we raised turkeys, and we had this 40, I don't know, 42-pounder, 43-pound turkey. And uh, it was so big it wouldn't fit in the oven. So we're at my in-laws' house and and trying to cut that bird in half to put it in two different cookers uh, was kind of a fiasco. But man, are you like good. the dad from Christmas Story where you're yeah. poking at the turkey yeah. while it's cooking, mm-hmm. and your wife's worried about you getting worms? Yeah, I, I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy. Um, so this year it's 43 pounds going in the oven. So we got to split another turkey this year. So holy, yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're spending we're spending time with a couple families from our church here, and uh, really, ex- oh, I probably shouldn't have said that online. <laughs> gonna, <laughs> gonna, gonna, get my, gonna get myself in trouble on that one. Um, Cops are coming to your house. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, I'm really excited. I mean, this 
this uh, this is now becoming our tradition since we moved here. Same family we're spending time with, uh, same two families, and uh, it's just cool. Um, yep. One of the <laughs> one of the things that has been a tradition in our household uh, since we uh, since my wife and I got married is um, when we did when we lived closer to her parents. Her family always has a big Thanksgiving shindig. I mean, it's like every part of her family is together. My family, not like that at all. We're all spread out across the United States. But uh, they deep fry turkey. Have you ever oh, seen this? Yes. Oh, man. Like, yes. It's like a bomb waiting to go off. Yes. <laughs> it's, just the, it's the craziest thing to watch. Um, the, the most dangerous way to cook a turkey by far. But uh, it is the best. The best turkey I've ever had. Her uncle does it. It is just comes out phenomenal. so tender and juicy. Oh yeah, yeah. But we we started a couple new traditions um, in these last few years with our daughters and uh, and my wife. And one is every time we sit down to have a meal together uh, on Thanksgiving, we go around the table and we we take intentional time, you know, five, ten, fifteen minutes or so, minimum, to think about things we can be thankful for um, to God. Um, because we don't want Thanksgiving to be a holiday that we just kind of skip over and it's just food and football. Um, although those are great things, two very good things. Obviously, I like food a lot. Um, but we wanted it really to be something more than that. And then we also, uh, this is kind of the start of the Christmas season for us uh, in our house. So we put up our Christmas tree together as a family, which is always a fun thing on, on Thanksgiving. And, um, and then we also, uh, we go out to Walmart and we buy a new ornament ornament for each family member every year. Oh, that's sweet. And so that way, over the years, our, our tree will just gain in size with different ornaments from each year. And, you know, this year it's probably going to be a dragon or something because <laughs> 2020 has just been <laughs> Fire. A, a joke. Um, but uh, but it's all that's always a cool thing. And then we watch a Christmas movie to close out our night. So. Uh, so those are those are kind of the Costello family traditions for Thanksgiving. So so we have this uh, this thing where after you eat turkey, you have to play table games, mm. and um, and so we so we do that, and uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, Grandma uh, thinks she can always win, but she doesn't. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> see, I didn't have that tradition really in my family growing up. So as we've been married, we've had that. So that's been um, that's been fun having a bigger family. I mean, I'm the only child, so it was like me and mom and dad. So, uh, but not to have our kids and and stuff, but. Um, and then uh, one tradition that really came through was what you said was the uh, let's go around the table, let's be thankful. Let's yeah. tell you and tell everybody, hey, tell one thing what you're thankful for, which is great to do. I'm all for it. But the timing stinks. There for so many years, and it, it probably, I don't know if we still do this. I, I can't remember. I'll find out here, what, next week. But they, like, get all the food out on the table. Now let's go around the table and tell everybody why we're thankful. And the food's getting cold. I cannot eat a cold and, Thanksgiving lunch. And it doesn't help that you're sitting there smelling uh, it and you're really hungry and you want to start diving in. Well, yeah, because now my appreciation for the you know people around the table is like that quick versus... <laughs> right. I really have a book I could probably tell you how I appreciate you, but now I'm just going to give you the footnotes, right? Sure, so, sure. Um, but then, besides our turkey, it's Black Friday. Oh. It is getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, not me. It's going to Fred Meyer. It's buying those 50% off socks. And then everything else that, that you want to do, um, Fred Meyer uh, is like the bomb. I mean, it's like the place to go. So it, that's turned been. into, um, we go get our socks, but we also go, because they give you these donut holes, and, and they're free. Yeah, it's like, 
who would not go for free donuts? So we go for donuts and uh, free coffee. And then what the, our newest tradition has been probably the last, I don't know, seven, eight years, um, is we go and we sit in the furniture section. <laughs> and all we do is we eat free donuts and coffee and we watch the chaos. We don't even buy socks anymore. And we just go in and do that. So we're up 530 at Fred Meyer. So, so you're the people donuts. that are laughing at the people we are that are laughing, ra- running to try and get yes. the uh, TVs and stuff. Yes. And then our new tradition that we've started as a family is we come home after that experience and we have Fred Meyer talk time. And we talk about every parent that was irate at their kids. Fred Meyer great. is not paying for a spot They're on not. our show. They're not. But if you want a good time, we'll see you in the furniture section. Donut holes, coffee, 530 in the morning. It'll be awesome. Come join us. Maybe we should do a podcast from there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in being. Uh, yeah, I might do it. Okay. I might. Then I might do it. So, be great. so my, uh, when, when our family was living closer together, my immediate family, my uh, sister and her husband, uh, her husband is like, the most Black Friday oh. planned out shopping guy. I, I have never been that guy. I, when I go shopping, I go for what I'm going for and then I leave. I don't. You gotta go have a list. Look. You gotta have a list. So, but he he wants to hit every store. He wants to be in line. Whatever the first thing is, like he's got that planned out. Whatever his first store is, he's gonna be in line. He's gonna wait for that store, get whatever he's gonna get, and then he wants to go here, 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 and hit all the stores. So his hope is. That by the time he gets from one store to the next, <laughs> that they've already recouped the shelves mm-hmm. with the next mm-hmm. round of stuff, so that he can go buy. I understand, it. and uh, I've just never understood that. I I have no interest in fighting crowds. I that's what Amazon's for. See, that's the rest of my family too, because really, it's only it's kind of turned into a daddy daughter date. So, oh, my, okay. so my daughter and I we get up and do that, and my mother in law. My mother in law is like this freakish early morning Black Friday shopper, and uh, so it's. I mean, it's, it's great us. if you have the plan and you you want to get gifts for your fam for cheap. I mean, that's the best time to do it. it I mean, if you need electronics, now, now we just it get is, stories. It is certainly the best time of the year to buy electronics. There's no doubt about that. Um, but that's that's what I use Cyber Monday for. <laughs> ah, well, <laughs> you know exactly. I uh, I I love Amazon, and so Amazon again, they don't get any. Uh, money out of this but they just take our money yeah they just take lots of my money lots of it uh lots of the church's money we buy lots a lot of, of church, stuff, of on church stuff on amazon um but uh you know the the thing that all of this conversation and it's kind of it's it's heartwarming to talk about our personal family stories, i'm getting kind of warm right? fuzzy yeah but the reality is thanksgiving is uh it's it's really about the heart and it, we've made this into a, yep. a holiday about food and and you know football and shopping and whatever um, Black Friday is no longer just Black Friday. Now it's Black Thursday right, and Black it's not Wednesday. Even correct anymore. <laughs> yeah. So we'll probably get letters on that. Maybe can't call it Black Friday. But talk, speak to as as somebody who's been in ministry a long time. Uh, speak to the idea of Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving, not as a day, but as a a, a spirit maybe or a, um, a a way of living, is a heart condition. Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving has got to be a heart condition. Um, we look at it as everything we just talked about. And, uh, you know, if you've got a, your Thanksgiving traditions that you're typing away right now saying, hey, you know, read my thing so you get that free T-shirt that we don't have, um, type it away because we may share it next week uh, sure. when we do that. But, um, but it has to be a heart issue, and we, we overlook that sometimes uh, until we're around the dinner table and we have those warm, fuzzy stories. But all through Scripture, um, God tells us, do this, be thankful. You know, do this, be thankful. Do this, be thankful. Um, in the New Testament, Jesus is like, do this, be thankful. Do this, be thankful. And it, so it's a theme running through Scripture. 
Um, but we really think of thanksgiving at times of our need. Um, you know, we go to the Lord, we go to, in our prayer time, in our devotion time, and I think a lot of times we talk about um, our needs to God and we cry out to our, our Lord for the heartaches that we have. Um, and then we always wrap it up with, with a prayer of thanks because that's how we're trained to do. Um, we have to get past the training. Um, mm-hmm. When I hear people pray, especially this time of year, um, I hear a lot, of, a lot of thankfulness of the things that we have. Um, and not just not just materialistic things, but just life in general things, family th- family stuff. Um, but the rest of the year, I hear a lot of prayers, and and not a whole lot of thanksgiving in them. Um, the mm-hmm. thanks usually comes into thanks for being my Lord. You know, thank you for hearing my prayer. Thank you for meeting with me today. Um, we're not specifically saying what we're thankful for. So I'm reminded of scripture out of out of Philippians um, four, where Jesus says, "Don't be anxious about anything." Um, don't, don't be uh, fearful of anything, um, but rather bring everything to the Lord and bring it in prayer and, uh, and thanksgiving. And, and he says that first. You know, he says, come with a thankful heart because, hey, the Lord sacrificed you know, his son for us. And, and so it's got to be a, a root, a foundational root of who we are, um, this whole idea of, of thanksgiving. Um, because when we do that, Scripture goes on and says that um, above anything else, all understanding... The one thing that's going to come out in the end is uh, uh, he's going to guard your heart, going to guard your mind, and um, man, that's something to be thankful for, especially today with everything going on in the world. Um, even though 2020, <laughs> nobody wants an extra minute in 2020, um, but you know, honestly, 2020, there's a lot to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I sat down, I started making a list of what I'm thankful for in 2020 because we do that every year. Uh, at least I do. Um, my family, some of my family does, uh, make a list. What are we thankful for during the year? And I think. Uh, I, I've got I've got a home. I've got food. I've got I've got shelter. Um, I've got employment. Um, I've got a great church that uh, that loves us and that we love. I live in a great community. Um, I live in a great country. Um, I don't have uh, a lot of the darkness in my family that uh, I see in a lot of other families. You know, when we when we look at helping people, um, but I also have the things to be thankful for. Like I've got my health. I mean, th- this, as you know, uh, a year ago, my health went yeah. this totally opposite way, right? This time last year was not a good time. Yeah. I mean, so I'm very thankful for, for the health I have this year. And, uh, and I'm thankful uh, in ways that I have not really been thankful for before. Because this year of pandemic, I think we're all seeing things about ourselves, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's forced us to be a little bit more um, honest with who we are. And I'm thankful that the Lord's given us this 2020, this year of rest, um, slower schedules, not cram-packed calendars. Um, so I've taken some of those lessons. You know, I don't need to live the fast-paced life. I don't need to have my calendar packed full because I, I lose sight of being this thankful heart um, each and every day. You know, if, you, if you're listening to this or watching this, um, you know, we're available on all kinds of platforms, Google, uh, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Facebook, obviously, you may be saying to yourself that, you know, when you go into your prayer time, um, if you were to write down a list of your praises, things to be thankful for, and your list of prayer requests, uh, if you're being honest, your prayer requests are probably a lot longer of a list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think even for us as, as guys who are in ministry, this you know, Jesus is kind of our job. This is what we do every day. Um it can be hard for us too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's h- sometimes hard to recognize those areas where God has blessed you. 
But realistically, you can start very simply. Mm-hmm. Uh, as one of our saints in our church always says, hey, I'm above ground. <laughs> I'm not looking at the roots, you know? Like, yep, I can see green. I can see green. So, um, you know, I mean, that it, it's silly, and he, he's joking when he says that, but it, it, there's some seriousness in that. You know, yep. he's happy to, happy to be alive, thankful to be alive. And, uh, you know, especially in the time of pandemic, this, this pandemic could have been a lot worse than it ended up, has ended up being. Um, it's been, it's been horrible for a lot of people, but it has not been as bad as it could have been. Sure. Um, you know, it's not like a movie outbreak or something, you right. know, it's not like Ebola has just, you know, killed everybody. It's not like that, but, um, but there are other things. I mean, you could be going through a pretty difficult time. I actually posted yesterday on Facebook. I had, uh, Watch. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Pursuit of Happiness? I have with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. It's one of my one of my all time favorite movies. Uh, just a great message in that movie. But um, he he talks about these different points in his life as as uh, the narration is going. And uh, I don't want to spoil the movie, but it's been out since two thousand six. So I think I can spoil it at this point. Don't, Fourteen don't, don't years. Do it, don't do it. But we have young years in this audience. Right that's now, okay. So. Uh, he he has a rough life, right? The main character, Chris has just a really hard life. Um, trying to take care of his kid. His wife leaves him. It's just, it's one of those sad stories that you're like, man, this guy, could he cut a, get one break? Like just one. And, uh, and he, in the end, he gets that break and becomes a success. And it's only through hard work. Right. But he has this moment where he says, this is the time in my life. That's happiness. And it really isn't just happiness. Like that's how he describes it, but it's, it's really joy. He's, he's got joy because he, he trusted in God through all of that. I mean, that's for, for the, the gentleman that that movie was made about his life. Uh, he's a believer. He believes that God was with him through that entire struggle, through that entire episode of his life, that season that was just difficult, that God was there and God carried him through. So, um, thankfulness is something that we have to live. It's a choice we make. It's a choice Mm -hmm. that we live a certain way. It's not, (laughs) it doesn't just come naturally to us. We're, we're we're selfish people. So, well, but yeah, we are, but it's interesting that, that some of the, some of the most thankful people I know are ones that have nothing. Um, they have nothing but oppression in their life and they're so thankful through that oppression. Um, I know, and you know, I mean, probably you that are watching know people, you can look at, Look at their lives and go. How can they be thankful for anything? Sure, because they don't have anything. All they have is heartache and turmoil and one disaster, one crisis after the other. And and so I look at those people and I and I, I admire them because I, I don't know if I could do that sometimes. Sure, but I want to. So I guess my question is, how, how do you move off your spot um, to be thankful? Hmm. Um, how how do we do that? Because probably if those that are watching um, and those people that we in our circles. Um, even us, we're good people, so of course we're going to be thankful. But let's go a little deeper than just being the good person, especially at Thanksgiving when, um, I mean, my phone has been just buzzing. Hey, I want to buy somebody a turkey. You know anybody that needs food? Mm-hmm. It's like, why ask me? Go out and ask them yourselves, you know. Um, you be thankful for your your possessions that you have that you want to give to other people. Um don't don't just rely on and okay, I know it comes through a church and through a pastor, so there's there is there is that there's legitimacy there. But my, my question I've been throwing back to people is well you call people. Um you you make the donation. Um you know, you you do that because you should be thankful for what you have and you want to 
give somebody else a blessing. Mm-hmm. So, so how do we translate that in our lives? We have to act on it. Uh, we can't just uh, let somebody else live it for us. Because um, I know my I know my grandparents are thankful for my life. I know my parents are thankful for my life. I know my own family is thankful for my life and the things in my life. But if if I'm not acting thankfully, I'm I'm missing a I'm missing a blessing. So, so it makes me think about what you're saying here. Makes me think about what is happening in your family in just 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Your son's coming back home from a two-year mission in Australia. What's yeah. sound, you know, for us in the Western world, it sounds kind of weird. Like Australia, isn't that just a normal like Western right. kind of country? Like, but no, I mean he was he was ministering to Aboriginal people and stuff. So he was doing real ministry. Um, but what makes me think of it is that you know, Graydon when he left with YWAM to go do that, there was probably fear on your side, right? He's leaving. Hey, kid, there's rejoicing. He is out of the house. <laughs> I, I mean, I know it probably it probably was hard, especially for your wife, um, uh, to 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 see the baby, the the oldest, you know, go and leaving the nest. The oldest son. The oldest son, yeah. Um, but there's got to be thankfulness on your end as his parents to say, our son is right. He's going somewhere where we can't be with him. We can't. Right take care of them if something goes wrong we're, we're not there but at the same time thankful that he is making a choice that is amazing i mean that's an amazing choice right and now you get to be thankful a second time because he's coming back home sort of maybe yeah no we are we are <laughs> yeah but you know because because uh, yeah you're right because we stood in his bedroom um the night that after he made the decision to actually go with ywam and uh, and to leave home um it changed like that he went from whoo-hoo to just, I probably shouldn't tell all this story, but to a, just a butterball of tears. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and he would say, I can't, I can't do this. I can't go. I can't do it. Um, and Mom and I, we had already prayed through it, and we were already happy he was doing it. So now my our job as parents was to give him the boot on the backside and and go, okay, the Lord's finger is all over this. The evi- I love that song, The Evidence. Mm-hmm. The, the evidence of God is all over his life. He just can't see it. So I was thankful for that moment, right? So yeah, and now he's back, or he's coming back. Um, if we ever get him away from his girlfriend, um, maybe he'll show up tomorrow the way he's supposed to. So, um, but anyway, yeah, moments of thankfulness. Well, and I think you know, if you're watching this and you're not a believer, that's okay. We're glad you're here. Yep. You know, this is not just for Christians, but um, you know, you ne- you don't have to necessarily believe in God to live with a spirit of thankfulness in your life, uh, uh, and just a, an air of or a whatever you want to call it, of thankfulness. Right. Um, you walk around today, um, you know, some cities are worse than others, but by and large, anywhere you go today, there are people that are not very thankful. There are people that are just selfish, rude, um, self-serving, whatever you want to you know, phrase or adjective you want to use. But you don't have to be that way. Right. Just because our culture tells us that we're supposed to be independent and only care about ourselves, take care of ourselves, all of that stuff. That doesn't mean you have to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you can choose to, to live differently. And, and I would encourage you, especially in the church, for, the, for our people, let's, let's just bring it more simply to our people. Um, it's easy to give your dollar and say, I'm going to fund this. Like there, It's very easy to say, oh, I'm going to give a few dollars to Graydon and his mission in Australia, right? But to be actually involved in praying for him, to be involved in actually helping in his ministry in other ways, 
that's a that's a different level of commitment. That's a different right. level of thankfulness for what God has given you. Um, and I think for us as pastors, we've been able to watch our particular congregation here in Hermiston in the time of pandemic when things have been very uncertain. Um, our people have been faithful, and that shows right. a thanksgiving, a thankful heart in our people that they're not going to just hold on to their money because times are uncertain. They're going to continue to serve and to give because right. they're thankful. So, you know, so we, uh, we like to ask the question, you know, uh, about us in this podcast is, is how does Herm Naz do it? How well does Herm Naz do it? Um, and just over the course of this year, um, you're right. I mean, we have had people um, hear about the need of uh, uh, this little village in Uganda mm-hmm. just of recent that just got electricity to their village. I mean, can you imagine that? They just now get electricity to their village. And um, through Facebook, through technology, um, you know, we get this message from this, this pastor that's over there, and he's like, man, I, I, need, I need $250 to get electricity hooked up into my, my church and my home. And uh, put that out there, and one of our people uh, at Hermnaz said, uh, hey, I'm in. I'm doing it. Um, and I'm like, why? And he's like, it's my mission statement in my life, and uh, it, it, it fits my mission. Um, so they donate. People from Kansas City donated. Um, uh, other people that are tied to our church donated uh, for that. Uh, orphanage in uh, in uh, Kenya, same thing. Yeah. I mean, they need chairs, and uh, so we buy chairs. I don't forget how much money we spent uh, on chairs over there, like five or six hundred bucks, um, which is a lot of money um, in in their culture. Um, but that turned into now they have a field and yeah. they have crops yeah. and somebody d- donated the generator and the uh, water pump to suck water out of the river. Right. And that turned into putting the generator and the pump. I didn't tell this story on Sunday, but because of the generator and the pump down at the river, they were able to hold church down at the river. And at this last year, on one Sunday, they baptized over 140 people. Yeah. Um, and it all started because we bought chairs. Well, and you, you've got the, the hurricanes down in Honduras. Yeah, and Honduras. We have connection as a church. We have connections to Honduras and uh, a team that's going to be going out next summer. And they've had some devastating flooding. And... In one Sunday, was it two hundred plus dollars? Yeah, so like raised? just for mentioning it, uh, just for mentioning that, it on a Sunday. And we're still, I mean, the the donations are still coming in uh, until the right. end of this month. But, um, but yeah, so so our people are, are very thankful um, with their hearts and their dollars, and and but it's more, it is more than the dollars. Well, and and, and it, it is, but you know, giving comes from a thankful heart. It, you, we hope. Yeah, I mean, you can give out of obligation, I suppose, and you can give out of this feeling of, you know, I have to do this. I guess that's the same thing as obligation, but um, that's not what God wants from us. Right. That's not what God asked from us. And again, I know we're talking specifically to our people, Christian people right now, but again, you don't have to be a believer to give to charity. So give with a heart that is thankful for the resources you have. Don't give because Oh, I feel bad for that person. That's that's not really the right attitude to give. Right. I mean, you watch watch those late night infomercials with the 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 old guy with the white beard with the kid from Africa or whatever, and only twenty two dollars a day, and you or a month or whatever it is, and you you can make sure that this little one has food for in education and healthcare, and that's just to make you feel bad, right? <laughs> That's not why we should be giving. We right. should be giving because we want to help those kids. So, so, so on the giving thing, though, um, if you're giving and and you don't really trust the organization you're giving to, it's pretty simple. Change the organization. 
Um, I've had several yeah, conversations. Yeah, just don't stop giving. Yeah, I've had several conversations already this this season uh, where people are like, well, I just don't know. Um, okay, it's really easy. Find something you trust and, and, and pour into it what is on your heart. I mean, if you're a Christian, pray, listen, and act. And uh, if you're watching today and you're not a Christian, I, ch- I challenge you, give more than you think you should give. I mean, it, it really is that easy. Um, but find somebody to trust. It may not be a church. You know, it may not be Herm Naz. It may not be your church. Um, it, it may be another organization. That, that's okay. It's the spirit of, of Thanksgiving. Um, so, so one thing that I've, I've started to do that kind of has moved me off my spot of, hey, how do I really work on being thankful in my heart? And this probably works for a Christian and non-Christian both. Um, and that is my drive time in the morning uh, has turned into, intentionally turned into, um, I, have, I have usually about six miles between where my home is and wherever my first meeting for the day is. And uh, uh, it's turned in that drive time is nothing but just prayers of thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no request. There's no, hey, Lord, I appreciate. No, it, it's, it's purely thanksgiving. I'm thankful for. And, mm-hmm. and I, I've been doing that probably for, I, know, I think it's probably like week five uh, I've done that. So that's a, that's a, lot, of, that's a lot of days. Um, that's a lot of miles of just thanks. And now... I've I've seen in my own heart I, I I I'm seeing different things different needs in a diff, in a real different way sure and uh, because I'm I'm more in tune so yeah well so let's, clo- let's close out our conversation with uh, just a real quick story real quick story that just illustrates thankfulness to you somebody who you know maybe somebody did something maybe it's a historical example I don't know but what's a what's a story you got for our audience that illustrates thankfulness come back to me. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so this, um, this idea of, of being uh, thankful, um, it probably comes in my own, my own, my own heart. Um, so it's kind of more of a personal than it is for somebody else. But um, so there was a time in my, in my life where I wasn't um, living the way I should live. And uh, I was getting into some trouble and trying to, to still be happy with life. Um, and I had this person come alongside me that uh, I really I liked them, but I didn't really know I respected them until they, they really held my feet to the fire and uh, told me if I kept going the way I was going that I'm either going to be in jail or I'm going to be dead. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, as a, you know, as an older teenager getting ready to go into college, I'm thinking, you have no idea about me or who I am or, or anything. Um, and then in college... Um, I had looked up to this this man. Uh, he was part of the church, part of the church board there at the college I was at, and um, husband of a professor. We'd always go over. Professor would always invite us over for dinner on the weekends, kind of thing. And um, and uh, her husband had embezzled money from his mm-hmm. company. And uh, man, that was a big shocker on a on a Sunday morning when uh, the church announced that because he was the, also the financial person for the church. And um, so, you know, big, big to do, right? Big news. And uh, when they announced that, I, I remember I sat there and I was just, I was just weeping. But I don't, I, don't, I don't know why. I mean, at then I didn't know why. I don't know if I was mad because I was mad, um, disbelief, hurt, angry. I don't know what it was. Probably all of those put together. And, uh, and that went on um, for a couple of weeks. Um, I was just devastated. I had him like on this pedestal of life. And uh, this person that was one of my 
people I really respected, came around me and, and just sat me down, and we had ice cream, and he just said, tell me, tell me what's on your heart. And uh, it took me a while. It took me to open up. But mm-hmm. he took the time to invest in me, and I think that was a pivotal moment in my own heart and my own journey. I mean, it's not a warm, fuzzy thing for any of you listening, but for me, it was a, it was a turning point because when I really feel like I'm maybe up against the wall, and not really grateful and thankful and just can't believe, you know, the situations that I find myself in, I go back to that time eating ice cream and the words of this gentleman uh, and the time that he invested. And for me, I am so thankful because if he wouldn't have done that, nobody else in my life would have. Um, I didn't have anybody else ever talk to me. I didn't have anybody else come up a conversation. And so I look back at him and, and I'm just like, man, God had him in the right place at the right time. And all he did was just ask me questions and tell me he loved me, and uh, he he let me he let me voice, and what he didn't do is he didn't let me just voice and just wander off. He let me voice and then he corrected what I was saying, hmm. and uh, sometimes correction's hard, and uh, but I'm so thankful for his voice of correction in my life because I was able to go then to this gentleman who was, you know, in in jail, and I was able to forgive him, hmm. um, and uh, and at that moment I was able to go back to my class, uh, go back and sit underneath my leadership of my professor and uh, I was able to go to her and, and give her uh, a side hug and uh, and as a student of hers be able to say man I am I'm honestly praying for you and uh, and that was character building you know yeah. when God molds our character sometimes we're not very thankful for that but one of me for my life that was a character molding thankful time so. yeah um, so for me it Similar, I guess, in that it was more difficult personal time for me. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we've we talked ad nauseum about uh, different experiences that we've had in our ministry careers. And, uh, you know, there are hard times. There, there are times that just hard is probably not enough of a strong, is not a strong enough word for what uh, we've gone through. And I think back to one particular time that was incredibly difficult. And now, looking back on it, um, it still was hard. <laughs> it was the hard is hard. It was the worst, yeah. worst time in ministry for me. Um, but I'm thankful that it happened. I'm thankful because when I look back, there were things that I've learned um, very specifically out of that uh, experience, and all of that experience led me to where I am today. Um, they've made me a better leader. Those experiences have made me uh, a better pastor, uh, a better friend, a better uh, husband, a better father to my kids. And, uh, you know, I don't know, had those experiences not, I mean, we talk in scripture all the time about how, you know, we're refined by fire. Um, those hard times are the fire, and we get refined mm-hmm. by that. We can either allow it to melt us and mm-hmm. turn us into mush, or we can choose to allow it to refine us and turn us into stronger metal. And, uh, and so I, I think for me, that's, that's one thing that I've seen is that these experiences, these tough things that I've gone through um, have made me stronger, not less strong. Um, and I think ultimately wherever you find yourself today, um, just be thankful. Um, Right. If you live in the United States, which chances are, if you're watching this, you're in the United States or Canada or Canada, maybe. Um, but you're in this 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 hemisphere. Um, 
chances are you're probably in a better position than most people on the entire planet. Yep. So you have a lot to be thankful for. It doesn't matter where you find yourself today. You have a lot to be thankful for. And so just, you know, our, our challenge, our encouragement to you, find those things and, uh, and, and focus on that because that's positive. Focusing on the negative is not going to help yep. you get anywhere. It's only going to make things harder. Yep. So, so you're thankful this week. But then next week we're talking about this huge topic. I mean, it's not a very big word. It actually kind of turn. It's kind of turning on the Thanksgiving. So it's it really kind of. It's huge. Cool. It's yeah. a huge word. And the word. Do, do we tell them what the word is? Sure. The word is hope. Four letter word that Four means a word. whole lot. It's a, and uh, yeah, and it probably doesn't mean what you think it means. Um, no, and you know the reality is, uh, it, it, you have to have Thanksgiving first before you can even move to hope. So yep. there's there's a reason. The method to the madness. Boom! You maybe. see this? You see the circle? But so. uh, but yeah, we're really excited to have that conversation next week, and uh, hope you have a great Thanksgiving. You just use the word hope. Yeah, I hope you. I, I, I yeah, I, I just have to use the word hope. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving, um, and thank you again for just joining us and being a part of this journey with us. Yeah, it's been a good journey. So uh, eat a lot of turkey. Wear the expando pants. Make sure the slippers are close, so you don't have to do too much moving around. Let the food digest. Be thankful with your family. And, uh, man, count your blessings. You know one thing we haven't done the last four weeks? This could be scary. We have not talked about our sponsor, our big sponsor. Our big sponsor? Our big sponsor. We have not done a service to our sponsor. Oh. The ones who are paying us to be here and to do this this podcast. So we probably should give them a uh, a little bit of love on that. Thank you to Hermiston Nazarene Church for being uh, being our sponsor and to making this happen. I think it's most of them don't even know they're sponsoring us. That's probably true, but uh, you are. But if you don't have a church home and you live in in Umatilla County area around here in Eastern Oregon, and you want a church, you want to discover a church, we would love for you to try us out. Um, and we also have a bigger church than that because our online church is yeah. like expanding. Well, it's funny huge. you say that because so, uh, you know. This coming Sunday on the 29th, all online. We will be online because of the governor's freeze. So right. join us online 1030. You can find us through our Hermiston Nazarene yep. uh, page on Facebook and uh, watch the live stream. Love to have you. And yep. uh, we will be talking about hope, hope, <laughs> hope. So, so, but, but I also want to say thanks to the live stream crew because they do. You're, you're, you're giving um, is, is part of the ministry here at Herm Naz. Yep. And, um, so we don't want to underplay that at all. We so appreciate it. So my thing to uh, both in person on campus and uh, our our on church, um, our online church is pray, asking, hey, what do you what do we give? Listen to what God's saying, and then just act on whatever you hear. And it's been it's been awesome. So hey, hope you be back uh, next week. Uh, hope you survive your uh, your turkey uh, dinner at Thanksgiving. Be with your family. Glad you're with us. Have a good week. See ya. Oh, yeah, yeah.